Hello, world of podcast listeners and D&D fans. My name is Jeremy, otherwise known as Bullfrog, your dungeon master for the Casual Adventures table. Just wanted to post this before our episodes go live to let you know that due to some production setbacks, we will be releasing the recap episodes a little later beyond the first episode. We still hope you enjoy this first episode of our podcast and have a great time with your ale and stew at our table. Back on air, ladies and gents. Yep, we, we are back. All righty. Well, that was an exciting first half of the session. Uh- <laughs> so much happened over the break. I, I, I died. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, you funny, Chauncey. You funny. <laughs> Dude, Chauncey, it was hysterical. You rolled for your wild magic on one of those rolls. You got a natural 20, and I was like, why couldn't it trigger on a natural 20, man? (laughs) I've been lucking out, which is not in my character, but heck yeah. (laughs) Hey, I mean, it's gotten you out of of trouble, so that's good. Maybe maybe Talius is finally, maybe things are shaping up for me. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) All right, well, anyways, just quick recap for, for all the listeners. Uh, the group of, our wonderful little group of heroes had decided to uh, kidnap the prince and try to steal a scepter. They failed on the scepter part. However, they did manage to steal the prince. And when Smith and Eli came running back, extremely exasperated, uh, the rest of the group's like, oh, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> And so you guys just started booking it. Um, there was a giant uh, boar at one point, and then everybody got turned into eagles because of Chauncey. And yeah, it was good times, good times. So uh, let me go ahead and get my music going on Discord here. There we go. So you guys, uh, after the third hour flying, managed to land. Um, Chauncey, I believe you have two exhaustion points. Bree has one. Yeah. No, no, I have oh, none. That's right, you have none. Luna has one. Uh, Eli has one. Uh, yeah. Smith has none. But you guys land, most of you are exhausted. Uh, Eli, Luna, Chauncey, you guys are just, you're just dead A tired. Oh, yeah, um, I stumble a little bit when I come out of the polymorph, you know, just like, duh, duh, duh. Yeah. <sighs> well, oh, my God. No, I'm I'm perfectly fine. Don't, don't worry. How oh, it is there, It's all right. Still slipping. Oh, good. Let's go. When Eli yeah, gets nope. back we're... to our hot <laughs> Smith, just, Smith knows how exhausted everybody is. Like, nope, we have to take a break. You will die if we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth my hair back a little bit just to try to get back in order. <sighs> Do you think they're behind us? <laughs> Oh, a good distance behind us, in fact. Flying is much faster than walking. <laughs> Eli said, yeah, I wish I'd had this for him when I was trying to fly that dragon. I think the dragon would still beat you. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. have hurt so much afterward, though. <laughs> so we're not in Yefidel. We're, like, before Yefidel. Yeah, you guys are still... You'd probably say a day, day and a half out of Yefidel. Um... I mean, with the giant eagles, you've covered a huge amount of ground you normally wouldn't be able to. Um, Chauncey would say, um, I think it would be best not for us 
I think that at the very least we should keep still trying to go to town. Walking is better. Moving, moving at least slowly, is better than not at all. At least for them catching up with us. Chauncey, everyone. Huh? We need to stop. You need to stop. I'm fine. No, you're not. You're going no. to sit here and rest. No. <laughs> you're gonna sit down and go to sleep. Chauncey, at this point, then then kind of comes up to Chauncey and literally just kind of forces you onto the ground. Okay, 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 okay. Rest. During this time, I would um, cast alarm. I take a ritual and cast alarm. Okay. Around us. All right. So you guys watch. I am going to let. I'm going to let Jaeger out of the bag. Count out of the bag. Ha ha. But it's. But and and kind of have him watching behind us so he can go pick up on any movement or at least attempt to. Okay, if you want, roll a perception check for for Jaeger. Okay, perception or perception. That's not great. Whatever. All right, Jaeger is watching. He's more just there to kind of. He's watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, at least I can take watch. I'm still feeling pretty good, and I just need four hours. Okay. Um, good night, question mark. So are we doing, are we doing a long rest? Mm-hmm. Are we going for a long rest or short rest, gang? Um, Where are we exactly? Like, so, in the before Yepidel. Yeah, so you guys I would are... Say, I would say a short team. rest. Yeah, I agree. I don't, like, I will get my any of my spell slots back, but you know what? For the sake of the rest of the party, I think I can I can afford that. So. I'll get my wild shapes back so I can keep flying people. Okay. Yeah, I will set up an alarm around camp in case anything um, I'm already doing that. Oh, never mind. Fine. Well, you guys could make it even bigger, though. You can make it. That's true. You can, you can make your, because alarm, I think, is usually like only a 20-foot radius. You can make it a 40-foot radius between the two of you. Nice. Yeah. But a short rest wouldn't do anything about exhaustion, though, right? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> you guys so, would still feel exhausted. So normally it's a 30-foot. looks like it's a 60-foot. No, I think it's only 20. Well, mine says 30. Oh, I mean, if that's what alarm says, then yeah, I mean. Um, oh, no, that's the range that you can cast it at. So. Oh, okay. yeah. So it's a 20-foot cube. A 20-foot yeah. cube. So, okay, yes, so. you guys can have a 40-foot cube between the two of you. Yeah. Okay, that's a level one spell and mark it off. Mark keep working. Marking. Yep. Okay, so we are officially alarmed. It's not good for my husband to sit next to his wife during D&D because I end up throwing my pillows at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect though. That's great. <laughs> All right, so also the during the party also during the rest cycle. What? Yeah. Short rest. Okay. Well, who, the people who needs the the people who need to meditate, um, they we only really need four hours. So yeah, so yeah, so Ven and Bree only need four hours. Yeah. To avoid so the costume, right? Well, that that will yeah. that will take off an, a point of exhaustion if one of them has it, which actually I don't think either of them have exhaustion. Ven has exhaustion. Yeah. Oh, that's, got that's right. Yeah, she did roll low enough on one of them. Yeah, she did get exhaustion. So she, yeah, so Ven would would within four hours lose an exhaustion point, um, and have the full rest, um, and then like sh- like her and Bree could switch off, you know, uh, watches. Yeah, I'm more concerned about Chauncey, really. 
He's got the most exhaustion, I think. I so think, he yeah. needs a long rest then. Yeah, Chauncey has three points of exhaustion. <laughs> Do I have yeah, three? I have two. We need to have. No, yeah, that's right. Two. You have two. That's right, because you you, yeah. you used inspiration. <laughs> yes. Oh, real quick for for those listening, my homebrew with inspiration is you get two inspiration, which pretty much lets you reroll any d20 that you want to, um, and uh, you get those back when you level up. So. Bluff used all of hers because yes. Prince. Bluff <laughs> has used it all and they are gone. Chauncey has no more inspiration. Uh, that is fine. It's the worthy cause. <laughs> we we can't keep going. We need to rest. Um, Chauncey will bring this up. Look, I understand. It's like I understand, especially with the with the exhaustion. However, if we wait too long, th- that gives them more ground and more of an opportunity to ca- catch up. And even Chauncey. if we did. He goes. Even if we we would, it would only is it would only serve me to be able to do to do a little bit. It wouldn't be very advantageous. Tommy, they need to rest too. They're not going to be chasing us all night, lest they tear, tire themselves out. Uh, at which point, Ven kind of motions towards Breen's like, exactly. They they are mortals too. Kind of just go. Uh, he he kind of thinks for a moment. Goes. Looks to Smith. Mr. Smith, I defer to your opinion as well. What do you think is the most strategically sound? You're one of the most logical of the group. Well, logically and strategically, you need a rest and you need a long one. So this is what I suggest. Um, we're going to do a long rest here. So everybody gets all fancied up. We're <laughs> going to have me on watch for a good portion. When the others get full their rest, we'll switch up. That way we can all get a little recovery. That way we know that the are sneaking up on us. We've already covered a good distance. In worst case scenario, we pick back up running again or flying when you get enough rest, Chauncey. <laughs> Very well, I understand. I apologize for being difficult. No, I understand. I really do. <laughs> he nods and he goes, Very well. Then if you don't mind, I'm going to go and rest. Aye, sit your arms down and sleep before I make you. He, yes, ma'am. And he Be- goes to Ben's sleep. already like getting out uh, a bedroll for you, Chauncey. Oh, that's out. very sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Leoden. Now I'll go to sleep. Okay. All right. So uh, as far as watches go, obviously one watch will be Bree, the other watch will be Ven. Is anybody else taking watch tonight? I'll take no. a watch. Yeah. Either is going to sleep. Smith will help on one of the watches. Well, hold on. Um, would it would it work out if Smith took the first one, and then after four hours, Ven and I just took the rest of the night? Um, I mean, so Smith technically needs to shut down for six hours if he wants to regain his spell slots. Okay. Um, so he'd only be able to watch for two hours, unless you guys plan on resting for longer than the eight-hour period. Mm, probably not. So then I guess we'll just be one person per watch then. Okay. Uh, who would be first? Bree or Ven? Yeah, Not you guys Ven. Can... She needs to go to sleep. Huh? Not Ven. She, she's exhausted. She needs to go to sleep. Okay. So Bree, you'll take first watch. Um, uh, Ven will take second watch after she gets her meditation in. Um, uh, everybody else, you guys kind of finally kind of get your stuff out you know kind of haphazardly begin rolling out your bedrolls no fire you guys are exhausted it is a bit chilly 
surprisingly, as uh, you guys have gotten closer to the marsh, and it, you are fairly marsh south on the marsh. continent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you all managed to begin to finally go and get your rests for that night. Um, Bree, I will need you to give me a perception check for your watch. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's a 15 plus four. Okay, awesome. Nice. Yeah, there it goes. Sweet. Um, so yeah, so Bree, your, your watch goes by very peacefully. Um, with the excitement that has just happened with the rush of adrenaline being able to, even though you're on watch and you're not truly meditating, it's still nice just to kind of sit down, focus and center yourself. Um, about halfway through your watch, you see a little... A little blip kind of flying through. And as you look and squint, you see that it is Eli's owl. And then kind of flies and just lands next to Eli. Glad you made it. I wish I could understand. Yeah, perhaps he saw something, but it's best to let Eli rest for now. Just kind of nuzzles up next to Eli. But your watch goes by uneventfully. You wake Ven up from her meditation. She takes her watch. I'll go ahead and roll for her real quick. Quick question. If I keep Jaeger on watch all night, would he need multiple perception rules? Um, I'll, I'll let him have two. One per. Oh, okay. Just keep it simple. Yeah. Okay. Then roll the 15 plus 5, so she got a 20 in total. Hey. She's so okay, good. I'll have Jaeger roll a perception this time, too. Okay. Oh, much Ooh. better than last time. There we go. 15 plus 4, 19. 19. Yep. yep. All the 19s. So during the second watch, the second four hour, hour watch, uh, then kind of goes out and sits down with with Jaeger, and they just kind of watch b- uh, behind the group, staring back at the forest that you guys had just flown over and flown by, or th- uh, beyond. Peaceful night. As you guys wake up that, that next morning, um, then kind of turns to you all and goes, well, Jaeger and I saw nothing. I think we're good for now. Someone's very glitchy. Jeremy, do you have like a glitchy echo? Yeah, I'm hearing that too. Yeah. Let me, let's try this. I don't hear any echo. I'm going to pause the recording. I'm going to disconnect and try reconnecting. Okay. All right. Thank you for your patience, audience. We just had some mic issues. All right. Yeah, so then you you guys wake up. um, Then tells you guys that the, her watch was peaceful. (laughs) Uh, that she didn't see anything, but once again, it's morning, and if they did rest, they are probably on their way again. Um, one thing about this morning as well is you hear a oh, oh. I feel oh. extremely sluggish. As you guys turn around and you see that seer yep. door is like 
Yep. Like he's in like he he's in you know Indian sitting position you know crossed legs and everything and he's like just he has his head in his hand he's like oh I'm splitting my yep. brain. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm on I'm on top of that. Chauncey immediately goes over with some tea that he was already brewing. Goes, oh, Erdin, good morning. What the? Uh, he like rubs his eyes and like looks around. <laughs> he's like, Are you alright? Who the hell am I? Uh, 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 who, who is this? Pointing to Chauncey. Warren is Sleeping Beauty. That's Chauncey. <gasps> Chauncey? Where have you been? You've had, my pa- you've had my ba- parents worried sick. Uh, <laughs> it's a... It's like, oh good, sure. Seem to have snuffed out of it. Good well, morning. The shoe's on the other foot now. <laughs> I am absolutely confused. I had a extremely horrid nightmare and I he, he looks around again and he's like where are the tents he's like, he's like so looking around he's about like, that where, uh, where's my sword we may or may not have had to kidnap you he's got he goes he looks at Smith and he's like he looks at Smith and he's like pardon you just you know, like roll severely and like you mean rescue? Escorted. No, no, I said what I meant. We kidnapped. <laughs> Eriton apologies. He um and Chauncey will explain to him, and he and he goes. We it's like we're sent by uh, his and her Majesty to go and uh go and fetch. It's like to go and fetch for you to see how you were doing, and the campsite has been taken over so to speak by nefarious forces and we needed to get you out of there everyone's been brainwashed (laughs) you were a part of that by the way (laughs) but it doesn't appear anymore i suppose must be proximity who who has his sword it's still on him we didn't take it off yeah we didn't take it off that's right yeah he like he like pats and he like feels he's sort of like lets out a sigh of relief he's like oh I am sorry. I am extremely confused at the moment. Last I remember, I left Yefidel about four days ago. Oh. Sent a letter back. Um, Chauncey, what was it? Five months, actually? No, not five months. It's been about, let's see. Or five weeks. Five weeks. Five, but it's been longer than that. So he's like, oh, close to a month, a month and a half, two months since um, you've left, and his and her highness hadn't heard from you for five weeks. He like looks at you, Chauncey, and he's like, "You're joking." No, and that is why they get <laughs> concerned. Are you all right, though? You haven't answered my question. I'm afraid. He like he stands up and like starts stretching and like like trying to like move his muscles and just kind of mm-hmm. seeming to like think. Um, Chauncey reminds him to have some tea, calm down, slow it down. He's like, yes, yes, yes. Um, he like walks over to an open area, pulls out his sword and starts swinging it. Which Chauncey, you would know, this is kind of his thinking is yes. kind of going through yep. sword strokes and things. And he's like, I yep. mean, technically, yes, I'm fine. I. What is today's date? Oh no! Um, um, and for you guys, at... you would know it is the. Let me pull up in the calendar real quick on my phone. Um, you would know it is the fourteenth of Raylock. 
Yes. The 14th, yes. The 14th of Raylock. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and as you tell him this, you kind of like, he stops with the, the sword strokes, kind of just, he sees the sword again. And he's like, I, it must have been that druid. Oh, he like starts uh, thinking. Oh, which one? Stella says, you mean the turtle with the big staff that's like, ooh, scary. Um, <laughs> Zeklu, but yes, the turtle. He came in, I think a day or two after I arrived in the young Highland Grove. And you're saying it's been nearly five weeks? Yeah, well, actually. No, they had, at the time, they hadn't heard from you for about that long. It's been longer, I'm afraid, Herodin. Uh, the talks were going so well. Uh, what What did the, the, the turtle say? What did he do? I, He arrived in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should say the village. Uh, like I said, a day or two after. Um said that he was a wandering druid and his speciality was um, was helping those uh, find enlightenment and finding unity through um, through something he called the realm of many minds and I mean, I wasn't interested. Neither were most of the, the the representatives of the Warthin Empire. The Druids and some of the other village folk thought it would be fun, and so they followed him, and um, they kind of listened to some of the things he had to say. And The last thing I remember is I had a dream where I saw two figures, each of them beckoning to me. One, I think, was on like a slightly dark path, and the other on a bit of a lighter path, surrounded by trees and foliage. The other seemed to just kind of go off into space. And I, in in that dream, I went to the more reasonable path, the one that actually had I had information on. That's the last I remember. Up until oh, now. Um. Does anyone here, he, um, Chauncey looks around to, like, Eli or uh, all, all of the magic. Just to be certain, he does seem to have snapped out of it, but I'm afraid that there may be residual effects. Does anyone here have any uh, abilities to dispel magic? Dispel? No, but I can detect magic. Eli is like, nods and steps forward. Um, Aridin, would you mind so terribly? Actually, scratch that, sorry. I sent a message to the GM. Eli would nod, but uh, would not be able to, would look kind of glassy-eyed. He wouldn't uh, You wouldn't even have heard this, Eli, because when you're in uh, oh, your perception, uh, you lose fine. sight and sound. I would look glassy-eyed. Yep, so Eli, go ahead and roll a perception check for your owl, though. Well, um, I think we lost one. Oh, he must be scouting. We'll, we'll have to wait for him in a moment. Well, here, I can detect magic to see if there's anything on him. That'll help. Yes, please. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Detect magic activated. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So Eli, you rolled a 11 plus three. So 14. Okay. Um, So real quick, uh, Eli, uh, 
you fly your owl out about to the edge of where your you know your connection would end um, instinctually. Uh-huh. Your owl kind of stops and kind of hovers in place, looks as far out as it can. Um, you don't see any sign of pursuant from what your owl can see at that point. And then knowing that you can't go farther uh, without losing that connection, you call your owl back. Yeah, I just call him back and then I kind of snap out of it. Okay. Uh, Smith, you, you cast Detect Magic. Um, besides the, the minor trinkets and things that your your group has and the uh, enchantment that kind of surrounds Bree, that you you know what that is. Um, you, you look at the prince specifically, you see that his sword has a minor enchantment on it of some kind. You're not sure what, um, but him himself seems to be normal from what you can tell. Well, he seems pretty clear. His sword's enchanted, but that's all I can really see. Breathe a sigh of relief. Um, I will fill in Aridin as to what his behavior was in the camp during all of this, his reluctance to leave and being somewhat uncooperative. Of course, not saying it like bluntly, like make, making it sound super negative, just explaining it fairly. Okay. Luna would follow verbally and explain things in a slightly more realistic, negative way. <laughs> yes, we did, Eli. I need to put for the put viewers in. at home. Eli asked if they had a if we had a long rest. We did. Yes. Um. So, uh, but yeah. So uh, he uh, listening between Luna and Chauncey. He's he seems flabbergasted, like just completely flabbergasted. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, I don't know what to think. That does not sound <sighs> like me at all. It wasn't Aridin at all. Um, I would love to continue this conversation, but we actually are still on the move. I need to get to Yefidel quickly. Um, he looks to the others and goes, Shall I? Like, before? Um, it's the fastest. I don't know. How does the prince feel being picked up by a giant eagle? I would... <laughs> Pardon, wait, what? Chauncey <laughs> <laughs> Ch 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 just goes... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's just something, you know, that we've been figuring out about Chauncey, that he likes to turn people into things. He, like, looks at Luna, and then he, like, looks at Chauncey very confused. Oh, or Chauncey very like confused. <laughs> but, you know, he kind of does it, you know, you know, nonchalantly, and as if it's the easiest thing in the world, and doesn't really have to ask for permission, and all of a sudden, bang! <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't mean to do it like that. We were just in a rush and I was under duress and I apologize. I didn't mean to do it without asking for consent. Uh, oh, I'm the one that asked for consent. Or that got consent. Breathed on the other hand. I, I apologize. Uh, on the side you hear a, What? You didn't get the stuff? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, no, Bree. No, on the side. No, Bree. We got in there, and he was basically waiting for us. That already worked quite enough. I'm not sure, but it was better for us to quietly retreat and get the mangle, and then report back so we can get more help. <laughs> oh, but he ate a pastry. He should have been asleep. He should have been, but he wasn't. So I knew for that moment it was not safe. <laughs> we, you didn't retrieve the stuff. Oh dear. It's not like we had a chance. Staff? What's no. staff? 
Hey, do you, this said uh, turtle that you were talking about have like a big stick with many weird faces on it and like kind of creepy. He looks at all of you and he goes, "Not that I remember. He came in with a quarterstaff, but nothing, mm. nothing of what you describe—a totem-like staff." Are there well, the staff he was holding was apparently taken from some ruins, which means it's probably a cursed item. Interesting. We need to speak to your father about this, Seridan. Is that what we like know the spell sending? We should probably like send a note ahead. Van, Van goes, I mean, I guess. I mean, I was hoping to change out my spells this morning, but I mean, I guess I can keep sending. Oh, yeah. I think it's time to change some spells. Oh, my. Exactly. I I have a personal concern. Um, what do you think is gonna happen to the the village now? I can well, for now, I don't think anything's going to happen because he said I'm keeping those people happy, and they're very sluggish. They haven't really done anything the entire time we were watching. <laughs> I mean, I can send a detachment of soldiers out from Yefidel. Um, I would note, Your Majesty, anybody who has kind of any sleep resistance, this guy wanted us specifically to go to sleep, which is where I think the magic takes effect. So, I mean, it, it was weird. To. He did offer us all drinks the first night he came in. Oh, <gasps> you drugged the drinks like my pastries. <laughs> <laughs> Luda also wait, 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 wait. friends and says, oh yeah, be careful what you eat around here. You never know what you're going to find or uh, become. That is not entirely true at all. I appreciate your concern, Miss... He like looks at you. <laughs> it's of oh, no concern. Just, I, I'm just a nobody. Just just trying to keep you alive. That's all. I appreciate it. Duchess Arlo's retainer, Eridan. Oh, Duchess Arlo's retainer. Oh, Miss Nock. That's right. I have talked with uh, the Duchess a few times about you. Uh, very loyal. Very yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't go hurting her, otherwise I'm gonna have to kick your tail. <laughs> wow, talking royalty like that. He, 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 there's a part of him which, there's a part of him that kind of is somewhat taken aback, and yet there's a, another part of him that you can tell is kind of impressed that you're saying this to him, <laughs> realizing who he is, and so he's like, fair enough. Anyways, um, I can send a detachment of elves specifically um, out, and I will warn them not to partake of any of the food of the village and see if they can't arrest this Zeklu fellow or whatever he is. Um, Eli pops up and is just like, um, perhaps oh. we can finish this conversation in Yefidel. I agree. Everything I agree. we are still being pursued. <laughs> Oh well, uh, that would have been something good to know earlier before we had this I conversation. I apologize. I didn't want. I didn't I want to interrupt. He, but he, it would be just to get out. Well, uh, shall, let us go. And he like to, he just starts walking like. <laughs> no, no, no. We have a better way, Chauncey. Let's go. <laughs> this time, I am going to cast uh, polymorph with twin spell. At which point, Ben's like, "Hey, n now that I'm awake, change me to to an eagle, please." Chauncey, do you want one or do you, uh, who else wants the other one? 
Luna says, I think it's my turn unless the prince wants to go. <laughs> At which point, Sirador kind of goes, I oh, would no. be completely fine just riding on top of him. Okay, we got we got Chauncey back. I thought Chauncey left. Apologies, no. I, uh, something happened and I got booted from some virtual physical <laughs> <laughs> device in my mind. <laughs> I was like, wait, I didn't mean a Chauncey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a moment. <laughs> So, uh, Chauncey, do you want to be the eagle, or does Luna? Luna sounds like she wants to be one. Well, I, oh. I think that you should ask Mr. Highness over here. Oh, does the I prince have already said no. I would much rather just ride on an eagle. They and I would prefer to have a conversation um, with at least some of you who are not eagles about what the hell is going on. Um, <laughs> uh, who, would, who would prefer? I would be more than willing to do so, considering I wouldn't be able to cast much magic anyway considering i would be concentrating on that spell but i still do have one point of proverbial exhaustion luna like bows towards chauncey why high servant of the royal family don't people be humanoid at the moment or sorry, not humanoid. at which point the the the, the prince kind of seeing this quarrel will look at you eli and he'll point at luna and say just turn her into the eagle <laughs> I was, I was about to say the same thing too. It's like, yep, that's the one. Get it. Okay, I say the words and uh, I uh, turn Ven and uh, Luna into giant eagles. What's hard about this is that I actually think oh. Luna's funny sometimes, and I'm not sure people are really catching my drift. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will wild shape into a giant eagle and uh, we'll take off. All right. At this um, point, I, I, most, I, I open the bag for Jaeger. I like, all right, get back in. <laughs> yeah, there, there's this moment where Jaeger looks at the bag, looks at you, Smith. You hear this, like, low, like, annoyed growl, like this metallic... <laughs> and it gets hey, in the bag. <laughs> I don't like it any more than you do. Get in the bag. <laughs> um... Uh, and just as a note, like as we're flying, if Aridin has any questions, I will answer them fully. Okay. Uh, so you guys gather on top. Um, I will say for this, uh, once again, three wild shapes or like three sets of this will be enough to get you to Yefidel if you want to get okay. there within three hours. Okay. Um, uh, Eli, I'll. You'll have to take over with, like, I've got two. I've got two spell slots for it, so I only have two hours worth, and then my four hours. Okay. Uh, would you prefer me to do? I can do two. I can do two of them if you want me to do two. Would you want me to do two, or do you want me to just do? No, one? just just do one. I I just okay. will need an extra one because then that's only once that you have to twin spell. Yeah. Or okay. if you don't want I'll... to, I'll just use two. two no, no, no. I'll twin spell it. I got it. Okay. No worries. So. Okay, we're good. Okay. All right, so with that being said, um, you guys, uh, for the sake of brevity, and since you guys are no longer in extreme <coughs> danger and, and you're not exhausted from not getting sleep, uh, you guys do, uh, you will be able to make it uh, without any issue to Yefidel itself, like the outskirts um, within the three wild shapes. Um, that being said, during the flights though, um, Theodore would be kind of pressing you guys for what happened when you got there. Is he what? on my back? Um, you know what? Uh, he would most likely be on... You know, I'll just roll a d6. Uh, one and two, he's on Eli. Three and four, he's on Luna. Five and six, he's on Ben. 
and I rolled a six. He is on Ben. <laughs> that makes sense. Bodyguard. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so during the flights, because you guys would be flying kind of close to each other, he would kind of just press for information about what happened. Um, and as you guys explained to him what you guys went through, um, mm-hmm. the different things that happened and stuff like that, um, he would just kind of be taking it in mentally, making notes and things like that. Okay. And okay. so, uh, but yeah, but by the end of the three hours, as you guys explain things to him, uh, you guys do finally arrive on the outskirts of the FDL landing, probably a couple hundred yards away. Uh, it's since you guys were up about four hours into the night, you guys did sleep in a bit more. Um, so you're probably now about, I would say, a, just approaching lunch, approaching high okay. noon when you guys land on the outskirts of Yaffadel. Hi. It's high noon. Matthew Mercer right there. Hi noon. Oh, Matthew Mercer. <laughs> All right. Oh, is that the guy who plays? Uh, McCree, yeah. That's the voice actor. Yep. He's also the lead dungeon master of Critical Role, which is a great oh. cost as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So you guys so, land... Wild shapes or polymorphs disappear. Eli, I'm assuming you drop your wild shape, but that's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I actually had to use both my wild shapes because I would have to come out of wild shape to be able to cast the second polymorph. Mm -hmm. Well, no, because we discussed that. Well, I would have had to use subtle spell to do it, but I used twin spell both times. That's right. Yeah, you were using twin spell. So, yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you guys land, you're probably now about a 30-minute walk, 45-minute walk away from Yefidel. Um, okay. Your Majesty, uh, Your Highness. Highness <laughs> for a moment. Yep, you got it. Um. You notice so, he's, like, giving you a up-and-down look, just like, now, now that you guys are out of danger, he's kind of been keeping stock of each of you and Bree, he kind of like can like cocks his head and is like looking you up and down confusedly like drow <laughs> Bree will pull her headscarf over her face more oh Miss Bree that's not necessary she's I, a very I, good friend everything. I apologize Miss Bree I'm assuming um, it's just interesting to see a drow such as yourself amongst such an eclectic group of people. Um, I do not share the belief of many of the ministers within the council that the drow are our enemies and that they should, we should push them back, but I apologize if I made you uncomfortable. What were you wishing to say? Um, so what are you planning in, to do when we get to Yafidel? Um I don't know about the rest of the group, but personally, it just don't sit right with me just to leave the village like that. I, I would want to help somehow. I don't either. I will be gathering many of the Ephidelian soldiers, um, s- sending a missive to the Chainhorn Union. Uh, yes, you guys are walking and talking. You guys are moving back towards the Ephidel. Um, I will send a missive to the Chainhorn Union explaining them of the same situation as well as the Ch- uh, the Warthane Empire. Um, 
expressly telling them to send soldiers as well to deal with this druid, whether or not he's whether or not he's cursed doesn't matter. The fact that he is doing it is still a problem. Um, obviously, I will be getting there first uh, with these soldiers. Um, and we will apprehend him, and I will let the other nations know that they will need to apprehend this person. Um, hopefully, within time, they will find him. Um, but uh, I do not know much about him, as I have apparently been in a blissful, dreamlike state for the better part of five, six weeks. Eridan, you're going... We're returning there. Well, I don't have to return there. If mother and father are worried enough, then I will talk to one of the soldiers, one of the captains of the guards of Yefidel that I trust very much. I will send him out with a detachment of 50 to 100 soldiers to go apprehend this individual. Of course. At this point, it's just like, oh good, we don't have to keep kidnapping you then. You can come back voluntarily. <laughs> he, he chuckles. <laughs> yes. In that sense, I guess you are correct. Chauncey seems to breathe a little easier here, hearing him say that and goes, well, first things first, then we had go to Yefidel and then we head towards the palace, correct? Looks to the rest of them. Uh, that was my plan. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I I was wanting to to go back and and help whatever whatever people <coughs> he sends. I mean, it is up to your choice as a group. I am not going to keep you all. However, my mind is made up. I will send my most trusted town guard captain here in Yefidel with a detachment of soldiers. To apprehend this individual, I will send word to the Chainhorn Union as well as the Warthane Empire to send soldiers as well so we can apprehend this individual. Um, so that way they can watch their major roadways and major travel areas. Well, you you think he's going to run? By all means, he's going to run. He's not going to stay there. He's probably... To be fair, if you hadn't kidnapped me, then he probably would be fine. But now that I am a witness of realizing I have missed nearly six weeks of life, I doubt he will stay there much longer. I think we need to go after him too. There was some way the pseudo-dragon, he didn't answer my question about his owner. I don't think he's okay. Of course he's not okay. He's holding a cursed item, for goodness sake. <laughs> okay, does anyone want to explain more about the, whatever this cursed item business that some of y'all have seen before? I mean, no, I, I don't really do care to explain to you, Luna. I really don't. Then <laughs> <laughs> would kind of give you the valley girl explanation. Yeah, kind of like, well, you see, we helped this druid back in the Chainhorn Union. Uh, she had this cursed ring. It was really bad on her arm. It made it all black. And then Jaeger bit off the finger, which had the cursed ring, but then the arm disintegrated, and then she passed out. But we saved her because she's no longer cursed. <laughs> she used the whole oh, explanation. So long story short, cursed item can only be controlling when it's on the person. So There's a reason my father forbids the exploration of the ruins within the dynasty. This is not uncommon 
for those who enter such ruins to come across items that the gods themselves have forbid us to search. But sentient kind is fickle and curious. And against the better judgment of many of their elders, more short-lived races or those with extremely religious zeal will still tend to delve into those ruins. Tortles are nefarious, uh, as are halflings and gnomes who just seek adventure at every opportunity. Um, orcs uh, seek adventure and danger. Um, many of the more shorter-lived races choose to delve into these ruins, though the gods themselves forbid it. <sighs> so, turtles are crazy, and we need to get this group right off this guy. That's what we've learned here, right? Not all turtles, but they are more prone to... It also doesn't help that they do not have a country to call their own. The majority of turtles are wanderers. Therefore, they have no claim or stake to a nation and do not really feel the need to abide by laws. He kind of like shrugs and he's like, but I've met many a good and kind heart in turtle myself. Um, oh. Your, 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 your Highness. Um, what, uh, what about the, the, the negotiations? <laughs> I will, like I said, I will talk to one of the, the I'll talk to my friend here in Yefidel, the town god captain. He will stand in my place and he will have a cleric message me when things are safe for me for, to return. But I believe at this current moment, I will need to head back to the capital to explain my apparent absence for six, five, six weeks, whatever it's been. I don't know what it's been. Um, Okay. A I long can always. Time. <laughs> I, the royal family has the means to bring me back to Yefidel in a much faster fashion than foot travel or horse travel. That being said, it's expensive and it's not usual. But I can come back quickly if I need to. Okay. So quick, quick above board, above board party talk. So mm -hmm. we have, as far as I see, two choices: either escort him all the way back to the capital. To back to the palace, or go, yeah. back and go back to the village with whatever group he sends to like help finish off, or maybe hunt the tortolite. What's his name? Zeklu. I forgot for a moment. Yep. Uh, GM. Yes. Where, where would Stella be headed? She would be headed to Yefidel. Well, I mean. Logically, uh, Luna's gonna be like, uh, I need to guard the prince until he makes it back to the capital because that's kind of her her mm -hmm. mission that she had from her new uh, mission, yeah. <laughs> so that could, depending on time wise, which I haven't paid attention to, that could work if Stella happened to be in the Ephedel at the same time. Um, which, if we're doing a little bit above our talk, Stella's coming back. So, okay. <laughs> Um, you, you planned okay. it. Okay. I, I was curious. Okay, sorry. Yes, I, I did have this plan. I mean, it was a little faster than I was expecting because of the eagles, but I was planning <laughs> So This is how Lord of the Rings was supposed to go, guys. No, you're <laughs> yeah, that was my experience Lord of the Rings vibe. I mean, right they, they, they kind of did a Hobbit thing, you know. <laughs> but anyways. Um, uh... So I vote we go back uh, and we send this uh, Luna and the prince off to uh, the kingdoms. 
Mm, Chauncey would look to the prince. Again, I'm saying this above board, but Chauncey would look to the prince and just, you know, very much just be like, the, are you going to be okay going back with just Miss Noct? Are you certain that you're feeling all right? Luna just rolls and rolls her eyes. Oh, come on, Chauncey. <laughs> We're going to be fine. So, so I just <laughs> like, typed into chat. I just typed in the vote command. <laughs> For those who wish to... Uh, go with the soldiers and try to hunt down Zeklu. It will be a check mark for those who wish to follow the prince back to the capital. It will be an X. I then mean, we'll, then we'll defer to Chauncey, but I abstain from voting. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, it's three the of the five. Permission to go back and say, "Yeah, go help out there. I'm fine." Bree, we would want to go back to the village. Okay. All right. So, yeah. uh, with with the vote being three votes for going back to the village and two for not, um, then uh, there are four votes to going back to the village now. Um, I must be honest. Want, ben wants to. Yeah, Ben would want to. <laughs> Uh, you guys are now starting to approach the city, but you've come to the conclusion. Um, the prince tells you, he's like, I will be just fine. Uh, Miss Noct has a very good reputation uh, for protection. Uh, oh, I can tell. And so I will, be, I will be quite fine on my travels back. I will also take a detachment of soldiers from here, from Yefidel myself. So we will be just fine. Very well, Iridan, I understand. Just... Please be careful. Okay. Uh, and at this point, you guys do enter the town uh, and begin making your way back to the High Minister's uh, palace uh, within the city. And you, once again, you're passing through the outskirts of Yefidel towards the center, and the outskirts are very much that refugee-esque feel to them. There's lots of elven, half-elven, uh, different fey races, uh, families that are kind of living in a semi-squalor. It's not horrible, but it's, once again, it's not nice. It is lunch, so you do see people standing in line uh, for their food handouts, waiting to get food. Um, and But you, you move through the kind of the outskirts towards more of the, the center, the middle part of the city, uh, the more, one of the cleaner parts of the city, not super clean. Um, but nicer than the outskirts where all the refugees are. And uh, begin walking through there, uh, and then you begin to approach the the central district of the city, which is where the uh, politicians, the nobles, um, the extremely wealthy live. Uh, very clean, orderly area. Um, the soldiers are about to give a give you guys a bit of a hard time when Seardor just kind of stops and pronounces who he is to them, and they stop. <laughs> what they're saying they kind of look at each other look at him his deadpan face and they just step off to the side and you guys continue to walk through <laughs> standing at my prince's side as usual <laughs> too nice to flip anyone off but i totally would <laughs> just so the audience know the guards in this city have not been the nicest to our players uh, <laughs> no it's um, fine yeah, Luna's kind of walking all high and mighty, too. <laughs> Luna, put them off. Please say yes. All right. Oh, so let's not go there. 
All right. So you guys continue on um, making your way back to High Minister Galur's uh, building. It is just after high noon, so the sun is beginning to go into the more afternoon side. Um, you guys are hungry. Uh, you didn't really have breakfast. You you had some tea and then took off. Um, yeah, I'm fine. But, uh, <laughs> of course you're fine, Smith. You don't need food. Asking. Um, but yeah, you guys approach the, the gates of High Minister Galore's house, and one of the servants uh, who's tending to the guard kind of looks up and goes, Oh, I, I see a ba- back and like looks and sees the prince and like like is kind of shocked seeing this like extremely royal figure. And then the servant rushes to the gate, unlocks it as fast as they can, lets you guys all in and is like, um, do you need a bath? Should we draw up a bath for you, your highness? And uh, we, we, we can get lunch going very quickly. Um, High Minister Golu should be back here within within about an, an hour for lunch himself. And uh, and the, the princess is like, yes, 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 yes. We need we need things to get ready. Send for two of the town captain guards. And he's like, he's starting to set things in motion. Um, kind of moving forward here. Uh, um, I kind of like just lean into um, the, the prince and just, you know, just very subtly just kind of go like, you may want to speak want to push that meeting up, Aridin. He he stops and looks at the servant and says, fetch for the high minister now. And the servant kind of like goes wide-eyed and is like, yes, your highness, yes, and rushes out the door. Chauncey <laughs> <laughs> just in- inwardly, I miss this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you guys begin kind of getting settled in, um, you guys, uh, yeah, one of the servants kind of approaches and goes, um, excuse me, uh, uh, you are the group of uh, Chauncey and company, is that correct? Um, yes. Does I... this one belong to you? She points, <gasps> as you guys see, sitting in the corner, uh, very patiently, a turtle uh, with many charms on her shell. Uh, that kind of dangle. Uh, Luna, or I should say Mel, would you like to introduce Stella at this point? Um, as in a brief introduction, like bef- the beginning, or... A formal introduction, like at the beginning of the episode, kind of dealio. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Stella. I love life, and I just have a fascination for everything new and shiny and tasty. Did I mention shiny? Ooh, shiny. Oh, sorry. Um, So I... Um, as kind of was stated earlier, I just have this thing for like ruins. I just really want to go and see what's inside of them. My reasons are my own, but that doesn't mean that they're not valid. So I'm just going to have to deal with um, everyone trying to keep me out of these ruins because at some point, I want to just discover their secrets. Otherwise, they're just going to keep taking people over. Anywho, I've got a lovely brother and a sister and another brother, but there's there's a problem with him that where he's missing so i'm gonna kind of find him but anyway it's not gonna keep me from living my life the way i want to live all right but yes you guys see stella who is sitting there calmly stella as you've been waiting here for about a day and a half two days now um you've tracked your friends to yefidel um and to High Minister Galur, but uh, it took you a while to kind of get into the higher end area of the city. <laughs> um, but you finally got in and you were told that um, your friends were off in one of the areas and that they would be back within a few days. 
so you decided to kind of wait here at this this ostentatious house. <laughs> but you Mr. do see your Oh, there you guys are! You're alive! All the opposite of Luna. <laughs> oh, I'm so... How are you guys doing? I saw that there was, like, the prince next to you guys. He looks like his dad now, doesn't he? Oh my god, how are you guys? I'm just so excited. Oh, did you guys find anything new? Did you guys find anything shiny? Um, we found... We found stuff. <laughs> danger, again. <laughs> oh, I guess I should have figured. Anything good? What'd I miss? And we I possess total everything. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? What is this turtle's name? And she puts her hands on her hips. Uh, Zorlu's or something. Zorlu. I was going to say Zorlu. I do not know why. Bella kind of snaps her fingers like, ah, shucks. Oh well, continue. Yeah, so they, they they fill you in still on everything that happened uh, from when they left yep. the Epidel. Come back. Fascinating. <laughs> oh, that must have been so awesome. Wait, more ruins? Oh, God. oh come on. You can't be another person ruining ruins for me. Oh, guys. Do we dare tell her about the dragon? <laughs> no. Dragon? Can we go and see the dragon? We don't know where he is, um, and to, if it makes you feel any better, we did not go to a ruins without you. Oh. A death-defying, terrifying ruins. <laughs> Actually, no, this is very good. I'm so looking forward to doing this with you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, so like- Question mark. So, let me see if I got this straight. Evil possessed item again. Fig oh, okay. And then we have another cursed tor person, this time a turtle. But it's like not attached to him, so I don't know what that means when we remove it. I wonder if we have to like whack someone with a stick. Do you think that'll break? The well, stick? to be fair, he wasn't holding it at one point, so he doesn't need to hold it the entire time. This could be one of a more sophisticated level of possession. <sighs> mm. okay. So, are you guys like gonna follow the prince back, or are you guys gonna like go save the village if there is a village left to save? Oh, uh, uh, we decided to go save the village. <laughs> Yeah, figures. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's any other questionanos. Um, what's the temperature over there? Do I need to dress warm or cold? Uh, um, normal. Okay, that sounds sounds about right. Okay, just didn't know if we were like going into some dark cave like forest. No, those where they're like so many trees and so dark and dank that it's like eating at your soul. Oh, oh, speaking of eating, perhaps we could get the, a wee bit of food to eat. Oh, yeah. At, at which I... point, you guys hear the doors behind you burst open, and you see standing there panting two people. You see the, the servant who left, uh, you know, 10-15 minutes ago, um, has pushed the door open, he's panting, and then behind him, another panting fellow you guys see recognize, High Minister Galur. He comes... He's like, oh, now what is this? Uh, your, your highness. And he like rushes up and like does a grace. Oh, big wait, Luna and highness are still there. Oh, wait, Luna would have been making turtle jokes. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the prince kind of turns and looks at High Minister Galurnis and says, 
Uh, well, he looks at him, kind of nods, and Hymister kind of gets up from the, uh, um, uh, from the bow position, and he, uh, uh, Seardor looks at the the servant and says, "Get to the two towns, God, that I require." The servant like looks a little exasperated because he's like sweating. He's like, "Yes, yes, yes, Your Highness," and he runs back out. <laughs> <laughs> the three leans over the top. Tonsu? Yes. Is he normally this, uh, stiff? Direct, yes. Uh, he wastes no time. Which is why I his like behavior it. at the camp was <laughs> odd, to say the least. <laughs> By the way, Estella kind of didn't mis- or kind of misunderstood the situation, so I'm just going to clarify that she would have, like, bowed profusely to, like, the prince when <laughs> yeah, okay. Room, and then, like, said, like, oh my gosh, your dad is so awesome, your parents are so lucky to have you, la 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 la. Anyway, okay, no uh, worries. He and he would have like after like the first like two or three bows been like okay you're done just like stop. Apparently I didn't talk too much. At which point uh, um, Luna kind of looks at the prince and goes, "Well, I'm gonna go get my stuff ready. I'll see you in a little bit." She walks off to go up to her room to gather things for the trip, and the prince nods and looks at the rest of you and says, "Well, the servants probably have dinner or lunch, I should say, ready at the moment." If you all wish to start eating, you can. I have a few words for Minister Galur. And he kind of, like, gives this look at the that minister who kind of, like, cowers slightly, like, Of course, your highness, I'm more than happy to uh, be of service to you. Everton, do you need to be accompanied by anyone? I will be fine, Chauncey. Go rest. Nods. Get your food. As you wish. And oh, yeah, I almost of... forgot. Smith empties the bag of holding to get Jaeger back out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Jaeger comes out with a clud, like clank, 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 clank. Jaeger, there you are! I missed you! Jaeger looks at Smith and just gives that same low, guttural, mechanical growl. I'm sorry, there was conversation going on. It's not like you would have added any of it. (laughs) He just like starts following the rest of the group into the kitchen. (laughs) You don't even eat! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not true. He eats rings. I will catch up with I will catch up with Stella and 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 chat and chat with her as you know, everything goes on, okay. and we'll have some lunch. Yeah. yeah. So you guys go in, and a, a wonderful spread of food is provided for you. It's um, you know, very stereotypical of the dynasty. Lots of fresh fruits and vegetables. Very little spices, but the the fruits and vegetables themselves bring out a very very strong um, flavor as they are magically enhanced to have that better flavor uh, than most foods you have had in, say, like the Chainhorn Union. Um, but it's filling, it's delicious, very good breads and pastries, um, you know, all the fruits and vegetables that you could want, uh, types of salads and stuff like that. It's a wonderful meal. Um, is there anything you guys would like to talk about during your meal or not? Um, I would ask Smith something and just be like, Mr. Smith, may I ask you a question? I mean, you can, whether I answer or not, it's up to me. You have the ability to make many amazing things. You wouldn't happen to have the ability to make um, stones ascending, would you? Stones ascending? Hmm. Uh, I'd have to give up my bag of holding to do this. (laughs) That may be an issue. She's like, no, it's fine then, if that's the case. I was just wondering because 
If we can, of course, always count on Miss Theoden, but that does take up her spell slots, and I was just wondering if there would be a better way in which to keep track with, uh, keep in touch with Eredin. That's right. You guys haven't even had me use my sending spell today, and I even saved that. She like pouts in He's her like, chair. It's like we may still need it. We may uh, still need it, Miss Theoden. Have you guys told the king and queen yet what happened? We no. have not yet. Okay, that, that's probably why Ben saved it then, I assume. I can do it if you want. You can? Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, I can give Ben the words. It just depends oh, I on see. how you guys have. If you guys gather stuff, I can make something up real quick. Oh, um, perhaps what one of us will do it. Um, yes, and we can even see if Aridin has his own means of which to contact their majesties. Um, right, yeah. Whatever floats your boat. So, and GM, I'll ask him when he's done with his stuff. We don't have to roleplay that, that's just later. Okay, no worries. That's for later. Oh, yeah. Right, but... So then, after we finish eating, um, are we gathering rations and just heading out again? I mean... Are we resting here? Uh, perhaps the sooner we get back, the better? I don't think we need anything uh, here. That is true. Does, is everyone else in agreement then? Yeah. Very well then. Let us can, enjoy our meal and then head out. Okay. So you guys finish the, the well-created meal. Um, and as you finish, you kind of, the servants come in, clean up after you guys as you stand up and begin leaving. Um, uh, you guys leave and you uh, see um, High Minister Gulers saying some pleasantries with the prince and is going uh, back outside to head back to uh, his office. Um, but you also see walking in two um, armored figures. Go ahead, pull this open real quick. Oh, perhaps we should go with the with the people that the prince sends too. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the first one you see is a. Um, middle-aged uh, sky elf um, who is bald actually on the top but has a very beautiful brown eyes um, his skin is mostly tan but there seems to be a very very slight uh, tint of gold uh, uh, to it um, but has a kind of a sharp face like very angular uh, the other one you see is a slightly younger looking wood elf uh, male as well, uh, male who is also bald, but has uh, much darker eyes, more of like a charcoal black. Uh, his skin is very soft copper, um, very lean build. Um, but uh, they walk in and uh, the prince kind of walks up to them and goes, oh, Lion, li uh, wow, I chose a name I couldn't even pronounce. Lionardon. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be fun. We'll call him Lion. <laughs> lion. All right. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> GM's like, why did I do this? Why did I leave his name? Who wrote uh, this? Oh, wait. That was me. Um, yeah, so he, he walks up to the, to the wood elf and goes, Lion, it's good to see you, uh, as well as you, Ellis. And they both bow deeply to the prince. And they're, uh, and uh, Ellis, the sky elf, kind of pulls up and goes, it's an honor, your highness, to have you bless us uh, here in Yefidel again. Um we heard it was urgent that you would need soldiers uh, for each of our companies. And Sirador nods and goes, yes. Um, 
please let me introduce you first to these wonderful folks here. Any motions towards uh, you guys, Chauncey, Eli, everybody. Um, these folks rescued me from a situation that has developed uh, over in the Chainhorn Union, uh, where the peace talks were being negotiated. The, the two elves kind of look at each other and look back at him, and look at you guys, and they seem a little skeptical, but they're trusting their, their liege. Uh, mm-hmm. And he goes... Um, this is Ellis Laurent Hansel. Uh, he is uh, my good friend. Um, we have trained and done many missions together. Um, he will be leading a group of 50 soldiers to uh, the young Highland Grove with all of you to apprehend uh, this total druid Zeklu. Um, this is Lion Beerland. He is going to be accompanying me back to Ifalor with a small detachment of 25 soldiers. And both Ellis and Lion uh, kind of bow uh, towards you guys in a show of respect. Um, so these these are guard captains? Uh, yes, they're guard captains of this city of Yefidel. Um, however, they are being reacquisitioned pretty much by High Prince Sirador for two new missions. Bree <laughs> mm. will just mutter to whoever's closer to her. Not as handsome as my Treyhorn. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Burns and like licks her finger and makes them. Oh man, it is good to have Stella back. Anyway, uh, I love everyone. All right. Um. Chauncey will bring up what I said before about the the the, the, the thing, and then also that they should probably <coughs> have a bag of holding. Um, does the group above table real quick? Should we wait for reinforcements and then go? Or are we the scouting party ahead? Uh, let's ask the captain Ellis. He's the one that's okay. heading to town, right? Yes, yep. he is. He is the one underneath. Back in it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so you guys fill them in real quick on what you had experienced. Um. They kind of look at each other a little disturbed. Uh, Lion kind of scratches his, his chin slightly, pon- like, kind of like in a pondering motion, uh, whereas Ellis kind of turns back to you and goes, well, in that case, um, it seems like we don't have much time. I can have a detachment of soldiers ready here by a, about an hour if you are all wishing to leave with us, or you can leave an hour ahead of us. It is your choice. All right, party group talk. Do we want to wait for a group of people or head out and see if we can catch up to speed? Speed's going to be key here. I say we put ourselves as a Vanguard scouting group to keep an eye on them to see where their, what their movements would be. GM poll, please. All righty. Slash Good. vote. I could see the benefit of either way, but ooh, if we go by ourselves, we could be eagles again and get there even faster. And yep. maybe catch up to the turtle if he's on the run. I always forget his name. I'm just going to call him... Zach Lou. Zach Lou. <laughs> I know, so, it's in my... I had So a check mark will state that you want to leave with uh, Ellis and his detachment of soldiers. And X will be uh, going ahead as an advanced scouting group. I, I'm torn. I don't know which one I want. But you can always just wait to see what the group votes. Um, I know Ben is going all together. X is going ahead. Yes. Checkmark staying with the soldiers. X going ahead. 
Man, I wonder what Ven wants to pick. Ven would go ahead, yeah. So, uh... Oh. So it doesn't matter what I vote at this point. Yeah, at this point it is a it is a four and to it, two. And being blank is like a legitimate vote. It is, yeah. It could just be you're deferring to the group, being blank. Yeah. You're like, hey, I I think either's a good option. I will defer to what the group chooses. Um, I am the solo check mark here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, after you guys kind of quickly discuss, you turn back to Ellis and tell him uh, your decision, and he kind of nods and goes. Well, in that case, just be safe as you head out. Uh, we will be going double time ourselves uh, to try to make it there within two days. Uh, mm. Most likely, though, we will be there on halfway through the third day, if not early morning. Stella, at this point, grabs Ven. Okay. And then shuffles her to the guy speaking that's going to be following them and says, Okay, Ven, you should get a really good look right here. Okay, keep looking. <laughs> Okay, you think you can send sending now? Ven kind of looks at you with this, like, this, it's this mixture of, like, <laughs> insult and at the same time, confusion. <laughs> and, but she answers your question and goes, I mean, yes? Stella turns to the guy. We'll be in touch. <laughs> he he kind of looks at you, Stella, and he goes, all right, I will take your word for it. I um, thought she was trying to set him up. <laughs> if that is the case, I, I wish to be excused to go prepare my men. Yes, and of course. And Sir, kind of nods and <laughs> lets him go. Um, Sirdor looks at Lion and goes, Lion, I request you stay here. You've already prepped some soldiers. And Lion goes, I, I, I have, Your Highness. I am preparing things at the moment, yes. Um, and he says, good, we will leave uh, first thing in the morning. Uh, as for the rest of you, thank you uh, for getting me out of that situation. I don't know what you'll find there. Personally, I don't know if he's going to be there, but who knows? Um, I will state that uh, be careful as a sentient being with that amount of power to encapsulate an entire village as well as two small detachments of soldiers. He has something else aiding him, and I would be wary if you do cross him. Stella says, yeah, probably something like a demon angel or something. Oh. I feel like there's a story behind that, but I am not going to press at the moment. I have other things to worry about. I, I, we can, we can talk later. Well, what later? But, Eridan, do you have a w what means of speaking to their majesties? I will be able to get in touch, Chauncey. Do not worry. Very well, then. Could you please let their majesties know as to what we as the group are doing? I will inform them, yes. Thank you. And with that, he kind of uh, walks away with uh, Captain Lion. Um, uh, to get ready for the, the next day of travel uh, for himself, uh, leaving you guys uh, reunited with Stella, um, Luna preparing herself for her journey back with the prince uh, and to be reunited with the duchess as well. Um, and that, that is... Would have tried to say a proper goodbye and probably would have rolled her eyes by the end of it, but just would have <laughs> tried to say a proper goodbye and say thanks for not letting us die and good job for keeping us alive. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry. Pleasure? 
All right, but that is that is where we're going to go ahead and end uh, tonight's session uh, with you guys successfully saving the prince, but letting Zeklu possibly get away here soon. Uh, how long did we play for, and that's all we did? Uh, you guys played for <laughs> three hours. Uh, yeah, j just shy of three hours because we took like a, it took us about ten minutes to get started and then a ten minute break. But yeah, about about three yeah. hours. Um, it was an epic flight scene, though. We were running like crazy. I must say, to be fair, if you guys had started getting into like the three points of exhaustion and the four points of exhaustion, oh yeah, oh yeah, you guys would have been caught most likely, <laughs> or oh, at least yeah, been in a much absolutely. rougher spot. So <laughs> that's, that's why I know I know I'm out of inspiration, but it's worth every every wasted <laughs> inspiration. I was not gonna be tired. Oh, that was yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, you guys came close, though. Like, Chauncey, I think, was the one that came the closest getting two points of exhaustion. Anything yeah, beyond I that, mean... it would have been worse. <laughs> Isn't that in character, though? I mean, it is. It is in character. <laughs> Smith's crazy. He never gets tired. Even when he's not yep. even in metal form. <laughs> yep. yep. I think Seardor, I'm glad that he's back. Yes. <laughs> he, he probably is happy he's back. He's just pissed off, too. Yeah. 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 Fair. I you guys never really got to know like the the awesome side of Luna, where she's like just really wicked at shooting arrows at things. I'm sure. I mean, that there she was is. that I mean, option, got... but you guys decided to instead of fight, you decided Rock. to flight. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> we we pull the pirates. We fight to run away. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But right, well, I, who knows? We don't know that that's just Luna. That, that's the only time we'll see her. That's true. She could come back. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, but You're definitely right. hope you guys had fun. Uh, and of course, to our podcast listeners, whoever they may be, hope you guys had fun. And to Jesse, who will probably listen to this, I hope you enjoy catching up. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. And the GM's impression of you. Exactly. I did. I did amazing. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I <laughs> to be well. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.